0: Welcome to another episode of More Happy Life. I'm so excited that you're here and I hope that this is something that helps you to get better sleep. Today I want to talk about how sleep is so important and how we should be, you know, looking at this as a really important factor of our overall well-being and flourishing as human beings because the fact of the matter is... is our happiness comes from our, uh, our perception of our reality, the story that we're telling ourselves, and our brain is what can help us to do that. And if our brain is not functioning correctly, then it becomes very difficult to be a happy, flourishing, thriving human being. Uh, and sleep is absolutely critical for that to happen. So, uh just to kind of convince you of that, something that I think is super really cool and interesting uh is to look at uh some of the lists of things uh ideas, really good ideas that were inspired by sleep or dreams. Okay, and it's interesting cuz um Famous people like Winston Churchill would always take naps uh, before his speeches. Um, Other people would do the same thing. Um, Gandhi would nap quite a bit uh, as well. There's even this thing called the Gandhi nap where basically you just um, take a power nap where you hold onto something in your hand and um, just kind of let yourself doze off until that thing falls out of your hand and that um, he thought at least he believed that that was something that would help you to at least regain a little bit of uh, coherency. Um, and uh, these are some interesting ideas that were inspired by sleep or dreams. So the first one is, um, and this I'm actually getting this from the latest edition of the Live Happy magazine. So if you want to uh, know more about that, feel free to go check that out. It's really cool. Um, I just got it in the mail. I was really excited about it. Thank you, live happy. Um, and so the theory of relativity, if you've ever heard of that by Albert Einstein, um, is probably the number one most, uh, the, you know, the first ranked um, one on their list. Uh, the periodic table of the chemical elements. Super interesting. Um, the invention of the sewing machine. How about that? That's really cool. It's inspired by either a dream or sleep. Um, the model of the atom conceived by physicist niels bohr so that's really fascinating um if you're a music fan and maybe even a beatles fan uh this one's kind of cool yesterday you know that beatles song by paul mccartney yep that's that was something that was inspired by sleep if i can remember correctly too it's not on this list but i think that um the um let it be was also inspired by a dream um where he he dreamt of his mother, Mary. So if you heard the song like Mother Mary Comes to Me, that wasn't necessarily a Catholic um, song about Mother Mary or those who are religiously inclined towards uh, the Mary, Mother of Jesus. But uh, it was actually his mother's name was Mary, who came to him in a dream to comfort him in a time that was very difficult um, when he was writing songs and they were kind of going through a rough patch as a band. So... Kind of interesting. Uh, Another thing in the math world, so lots of uh, kind of mathematical and uh, uh, physics types of things here. So the principles of analytical geometry devised by Rene Descartes. That was also inspired by sleep or dreams. And for all of you Halloween lovers out there, which is coming up pretty soon, um, Frankenstein the novel by Mary Shelley was also one of those things that was inspired by sleep. So our most effective, uh, ideas and, um, some of the most life-changing world-changing things have come because of a dream or sleep, which is fascinating to me. Um, and it's so important that we get really, really good sleep. So how many ideas have you had that have come because of sleep or that after you woke up, you're like, Ooh, that's a good idea. Um, and Uh, you know, I, another, I've been reading a book called the sleep revolution by Arianna Huffington. I highly recommend it. I am not finished with it yet, so I can't really, um, fully highly recommend it, but I, I think it's a really, really important topic. And, um, there's a a list of things of, of really horrible decisions, uh, that have been made by either politicians or world leaders, um, that were made because of lack of sleep and they all admitted to this, that they were not getting very good sleep. Um, some some leaders, including uh, the current president of the United States, actually brag that they only get four hours of sleep per night, which is actually uh, not necessarily the most healthy thing, uh, or both neurologically or physically, for the body or the brain. And when making decisions, uh, it's kind of interesting because they've done studies on, and I'm not just bagging the president, but I'm just saying um, even military people out there don't get tons of sleep, but they said they would never send, you know, um, they've never sent a drunk soldier into battle, um, but they send soldiers into battle all the time uh, that are completely just sleep deprived, uh, which... The studies show that that's exactly the same thing. That's just as, it's if not worse, um, than being, you know, uh, uh, over the legal um, alcohol level, blood alcohol level, um, when you're drunk. So, anyways, just some interesting facts about why sleep is so so important. A couple of a couple more statistics for you that I think are kind of interesting. The American Sleep Association said that. Uh, 40% of 40 to 59-year-olds, and 37% of 20 to 39-year-olds reported being regularly short on sleep. Um, And uh, another statistic I think is really interesting from the American Academy of Sleep Medicine said that approximately $63 billion is lost each year due to insomnia. I didn't necessarily say why, if that means because... Um, they didn't sleep well, so they're so the the money is lost from businesses i don't know exactly what that means that's just an interesting statistic I'd have to look into that a little bit more uh but uh you know that's kind of interesting to think about so lots of interesting statistics and facts about sleep and why it's important uh how do we get better sleep and um you know how do we how do we get the sleep that we need. Um, and by the way, this is all kind of inspired. <laughs> so I haven't been on here podcasting for a while. Part of it is I was gone for uh, uh, a trip, really amazing trip overseas. I uh, was in a completely different time zone on the other side of the world. Um, my wife and I both went to Austria and Hungary, which is eight hours difference from Different from where we are currently, it was really hard. Affected our sleep quite a bit. Came home and really struggled. I came home and struggled. Um, my my wife went on to Taipei, Taiwan, to do some things for her for her job. Uh, for her work, was paying her to go over there, which was an additional like six hours on top of that difference. She's been gone almost a month in a completely different time zone. She actually just got to the United States today. She will be back at two p.m. and. <laughs> Um yeah, it's it's affected I think it'll affect her sleep quite a bit when she's coming back to get used to it. Um and I've I've also personally been affected by this um quite a bit. Um coming back uh, uh even um supplements that I take were not as effective for helping me with my anxiety. Um uh you know, food my food eating schedule was all totally thrown off. Um, my elimination schedule was totally thrown off as well. (laughs) And, um, and exercise was much more difficult and going to work was just, it was really, really difficult because I, I was just completely ineffective. I just wanted to sleep and, um, anyways, so, uh, don't highly recommend that. I think vacations are amazing, but it took, it has taken over a week now to really recover for myself I'm getting back, and my wife just came back today, so we'll see how long it takes her. Um, So we've been thinking about (laughs) about sleep (laughs) quite a bit lately. Um, So here's some tips of things that can help you if you're struggling to get us to get to go to bed, even if you haven't been um, in a different time zone. If you're just struggling with insomnia or just kind of staying up, here's a couple things. Um, One is uh, to do something that's super boring, right? Just really extremely boring to you. Like bore, boredom is, is relative. Um, you know, cause some accountants think that filing taxes is extremely exciting. Um, and I think it's probably one of the most boring things in, in existence. Uh, and so if I were to try to have to go through and figure out all my tax itemizations of deductions and all this stuff, um, and all the schedule Cs and the uh, yeah, all that stuff like and this is just talking United States. I don't I don't know how complex it is in other countries. Um that is really boring. Um what's boring to you, do that. Um something that's a really difficult subject for you. Uh maybe some some people suggest um there's a there's a sleep scientist, Michael Bruce, I think is a PhD, he has He's a clinical psychologist and sleep expert, and he says to count backwards from 300 by threes, he says it's mathematically so complicated that you can't really think of anything else, and it's so boring that you will probably fall asleep very quickly. Um, So that's something you can try. Just if you know that there's something that's really boring to you, you know, download a free library app with your library card in your local community Or just go on to Audible or whatever and just get a book that's just super, super boring um, that you just are not interested at all and start listening to it and set a sleep timer for like 20 minutes. And uh, yeah, that might help out. Um, If that's not working, if the boring, if the boredom (laughs) trick is not working for you, not helping you, uh, another um, sleep expert, uh, Matthew Walker, he talks about how you should just get out of bed. Just get out of bed, and so that your brain doesn't uh, correlate um, or associate your 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 bed and your bedroom as a place where you don't sleep, um, and just sit there. So just get out of bed, turn the lights on, go somewhere else. Um, You know, if you are in the same room as your spouse or partner or whatever, like go out of the room, close the door, so you can uh, just be in a different room, and uh, and then you know maybe. Go into a dim dimly lighted room and start reading a book don't don't read a digital device with like a lcd blue lit screen um just a book um maybe a boring book and then when you get sleepy been again, again uh, go back to to bed yeah um and then another one that is a part of my evening routine i think is super really important is um uh, meditation i think can be really helpful um, just simple meditation uh and 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 I don't necessarily think you should do it right before bed. I think meditation as a routine uh ritual that you do in the mornings I think is really really helpful um and I actually think writing at night can be really really extremely helpful and um I actually have a a uh a evening routine for positive boosting positive emotion um and for sleeping better that is on my teachable, um, courses. It's really, really good, but I'm going to just share some of the things with you from that on this podcast. So hooray, free stuff. Um, so one thing, here's a couple of the prompts. Well, two things first, there's something that's called social reflection, really important, really powerful strategy. Um, so here's, what it is basically this is research that i've talked about before it's from um kelly mcgonigal or i believe it's actually her sister um but they're twins and they're amazing and they're both they both have amazing research this uh, um one is social reflection you think think of three people that you interacted with most today at the end of the day and then ask yourself how close did you feel to this person and then ask yourself how in tune did you feel with this person and studies show that just asking these two questions can help your day um, be perceived as having gone much better. Um, and it's actually also highly correlated with increased vagal tone, which is basically your heart health, um, your brain to heart health. Uh, and so here's a couple of writing prompts in addition to that. So this is something that I think is super super powerful. So one, this is this is highly backed by lots of studies. Um, Martin Seligman suggests this one. He says to write down three things that went well today. So I've talked about this quite a few times in the past in other podcast episodes. But yeah, what went well for you today? There's always something that went well. Just write it down. Um, and then write down one thing that you learned today. So this is uh, something that could be anything from a skill to some random fact. Uh, to a meaningful life lesson, you know, whatever it is, something that um, that, you, something that you learned today, it can help you actually have a sense of progress in your life, which can um, increase your sense of meaning. And um, my opinion is that, that that would actually help you to Im- improve serotonin levels in your brain, uh, based off of what I know about how serotonin works and how it's cre- uh, produced, which can actually uh, really Uh, help you to relax um, both your digestion as well as your brain. So um, another writing prompt I think is really, really good is to basically scribble down as much as you can that's on your mind, but we have to get what you have to get done the next day, Um, whether it's a planner. I've used um, actually one uh, this company called One Book sent me a really good, a cool journal. I've really enjoyed using it. Um, You should check it out. It's just called one book. It's like a journal. Um, It has a lot of these prompts written in. I don't know if this is something that you struggle with, with calendaring or or scheduling or journaling or whatever, but they have a pretty good little journal that kind of has space for all this as well as a calendar built into it. And even has some of these prompts, not exactly, but some of them like what went well um, or what you're grateful for what could go better the next day. It's a pretty good little book. Um, And uh, so that's a good one. Uh, That's something that has helped me quite a bit. Um, Studies have actually shown that if you schedule time the next day or in the future to worry about something, if you're worried about something, which is a big reason why people struggle with sleeping is because they are stressed or because they are, whether consciously or subconsciously, worried about something. Writing that thing down and scheduling a time in the future to be worried about it or to figure it out actually can really significantly decrease stress and worry about that thing. Um, so, yeah, that's a really good one. And then uh, write something down that you're looking forward to, uh, whether it's the next day or sometime soon. So just everybody has you can think of something you're looking forward to. Write something. Write that down. Okay, and then write down something that brings you hope, Uh, something in the world that kind of brings you hope uh, to to your life, hope for humanity, Uh, hope for your family, hope for your individual progress, whatever it is. OK, those are some things that I think are really, really good. Um, Other other studies show uh, that keeping your room cool um, can really, really help uh, to sleep in a cool room and keep the temperature around maybe 68 degrees um, is, is on average, ideal. A lot of people's body temperatures are different, especially if you sleep with someone. Um, It can be difficult. Um, Something that we experienced while we were in Europe was really interesting is actually having, even if you have the same bed, having two different duvets or whatever you want, to uh, comforters or blankets, um, you know, same bed, two different blankets. They can even match if you want. Highly recommend if you're struggling to sleep with your um partner uh in bed. Sleeping is so important and don't let that get in the way of your relationship. Um because over time if you are offended by some little thing that is not letting you sleep at night, um, it is going to affect your communication It's going to affect your, uh, there's going to be built resentment around not being able to sleep very well, even if it's not spoken about. So I highly recommend doing everything you can to sleep really well. Sometimes Stacey and I even, um, opt to sleep in different rooms, just be, just so we can get good sleep. Um, and it's not, it's, we're not offended. It's just, we, that's just really important. It's just like eating, you know, it's a, it's a human need that we, that we absolutely need um so those are a couple things that i think are really really helpful uh make sure you don't uh you know uh, other studies show that to not uh, look at your lcd screens you probably heard all these things uh but this is so important stuff so it's a good reminder right uh so lcd screens bright screens with blue light as a base they're not good for the brain well they're, they're fine for the brain it's just it's just tricking your brain into not creating and producing melatonin like it should at night um, to help you to go to bed. Um, that's actually also just so you know um, something that you can use if you don't want to use any sort of sleep aids. Um, you know for that are kind of pharmaceutical style um, sleep aids, um, which I highly do not recommend uh, unless you absolutely need to. There's a whole chapter on those in The Sleep Revolution by Arianna Huffington, and she basically talks about how they're not really good for you and the bad consequences of those, um, of, of using them regularly. I think, you know, every once in a while, like if you're on a really long flight or something and you just need to sleep or whatever, that's, you know, that's another story. Um, but like consistently using sleep aids, um, it's not the best thing for your brain. So um, melatonin is a natural, that's basically what your brain already produces. So giving it that, um, you know, it's it's a maybe a little bit more of a natural way of, of triggering yourself into sleeping and helping you to stay asleep. So that might help a little bit as well. Um, and uh, another interesting story or interesting study talked about stories, um, reading a storybook. Uh, So if you're listening to this podcast, you are more likely to probably be listening to lots of self-help types of books or business books or kind of strategy types of books, educational books. Um, Try listening to a storybook. I started listening to Harry Potter um, and The Life of Pi. That's a really good one. Um, And another one, that uh i thought was really really interesting was actually a little history of the world it's kind of history historical but it's fun it's kind of like a story style cuz you know the history of the world is a story um but it's just not fiction um you know just pick a story that that's kind of a fun uh story that you can listen to and it's actually there's a study that showed at the university of sussex uh that uh, just 6 minutes of reading a storybook reduced stress by 68% so you should give it a try if that's something that's you're struggling with at night that's keeping you up. Um, I think having a closure ritual is really, really helpful, whether that's like a prayer or um, like I said, reading a, a book or meditation, um, you know, uh, whatever it is. Um, a lot of us already have one uh, or a couple, like brushing our teeth, like so that, even if especially if you do that every night, that's something that you can continue to do every night and it'll help you. Um, to basically, uh, to know, oh, it looks like it's time to go to bed and your subconscious mind is, is paying attention to that cue. Okay. So that's really interesting. Um, and then, uh, yeah, just turn all the lights off, make sure it's, everything's dim. And, um, I think those are all good things that can really help, um, with relaxing your body and your brain. And then just trusting your body to do the thing that it's that it does best. <laughs> so, um, I mean, you, th- you think about it, we sleep a third of our lives. So uh, hopefully, right? Hopefully it's a third of our lives. If you're not sleeping a third of your life, um, then, you know, make sure that you try to do something that can help you to improve your sleep. Because your sleep is going to really help you to not only be uh, feeling well and alert and alive, but it can really affect your mood and your mindset and your happiness and your, your cognitive, cognitive capacity. Um, it can affect your heart health. Um, it can make you much uh, less likely to have um, non-communicable diseases like diabetes, heart disease, and cancer. So if this doesn't help you to want to sleep better or more, um, I don't know what will. But I hope that this has inspired you and helped you to know what are some things that can help you to sleep better and to have um, a more happy life, which is the goal of this podcast. So I hope you guys have really enjoyed it. Um, I really hope that you enjoy these episodes and I hope that you uh, consider going and checking out the courses that I've created that help with these types of things. I have a morning routine. I just barely read from some of the evening routine that I have on this course. So if you can just go to morehappylife.teachable.com, get any of these things. Um, uh, and I hope that you just go check it out um, and invest in yourself if you want to have uh, a more happy life um, that is backed by science. Um, I'm actually really, really excited, guys. So excited to share something with you um, that my wife and I are actually going to be a part of the next seven months. Okay. So if you like this happiness stuff, if you like this uh, positive psychology, if you, if this has been life changing for you, any of the, any of the episodes that I've been recording and sharing with you, um, and you think, man, I just, I want to take this to the next level. I feel passionately about the science of happiness. I want to learn how to, um, be happier myself backed by science. I want to, um, you know, invest even further in, um, my education and my life. And, or if you're at a job that you feel like this could really benefit, um, the corporate strategy or the, um, the corporate culture, if you're in the HR department or whatever, um, there's a program that Stacy and I are going to be a part of, which is called CAP or the Certificate in Applied Positive Psychology that is put on by the Flourishing Center. So, um, so so yeah Amelia Zivitavskaya um she started this she was a a graduate of the Masters of Applied Positive Psychology program from the University of Pennsylvania and um amazing individual she's been on this I've interviewed her on this podcast before uh, a couple of months ago back in Fort Worth when we were at the um World Positive Education Accelerator um and yeah I think it's something we're going to do. And if you want to, um, I will share with you how you can actually be a part of that. If you'd like, uh, we, and, and if you wanted to join our same, if you want to do it with me and my wife, um, in Los Angeles, um, there are other locations as well. We are going to be starting in October. Um, here we are September 26th. Is that what today is? Yeah. September 26th. Um, and, we are going to be uh, starting mid October. Um, the fir- our our Los Angeles cohort will be starting that time. It's a seven month um, program uh, where we will be learning about positive emotion, engagement, relationships, meaning, and achievement, as well as one that Amelia has added on, which is vitality. And the research is really starting to back a lot of that up um a lot of people are adding a physical um component to the 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 well-being theory. So, I'm really excited about it. It's 7 months long. It's going to be life-changing and um if you want to try it, if you want if you wanted to do it with me and my wife in Los Angeles in October, um please reach out uh to me uh at more happy life on Instagram. Um, andy at morehappy.org, um, email, or you can also, I will share with you a link, um, to where you can actually go and, um, get a hundred and I believe it's $150 off registration, um, it's not super cheap, uh, but it is an absolutely amazing investment. Um, we've invested in it, both of us, at the same time, so it's, it's double not cheap for us, <laughs> but, uh, but so worth it, so, so worth it. And, um, and so if you, if you want to uh, do that, I will actually clip in the, um, the referral code to get that discount so that you can actually um, do that with me um, and my wife. Uh, and I will share a different one with you that, that will allow you to sign up. There's a lot of them all over the country um, of the United States of America. I believe that, we will, that it will be expanded to outside of the United States as well. Um, I will double check on that. But I hope that you join us or another one of the cohorts somewhere within the ones that are available this the rest of this year and next year. I will be talking about this quite a bit on this podcast as time goes on because that is what this is all about is the science of happiness and how to have a more happy life. And um, I wanted to take it to the next level and um, become a certified positive psychology practitioner, not just a activist and enthusiast, which is still amazing. And I hope that you also are an activist in happiness. Um, But I just felt really strongly that it would be a really, really good thing for me as well as my wife to do. So, um, I hope that you join us and, um, I hope that you also, um, enjoyed this episode about sleep and that it is something that will help you to sleep better <laughs> at night. Um, and to have a, a better, a uh, better day, because when, if you can win your sleep, uh, you can win your night. If you can win your night, you can win your day. And if we, you can win your day, then you can win your life. <laughs> so, thanks so much for listening. Um, I will clip in in just uh, the next clip uh, the where you can go to get that um, that discount off of the the program price um, if you do want to uh, register at the Flourishing Center. Um, which is, you can look up at theflourishingcenter.com, but I will send you a, I will, I will not send you, I will talk about a link in just a second where you can actually um, get the discount. Okay, so here's the link if you want to uh, go and register for that. Uh, It is going to be bit.ly, so like bit.ly, so bit.ly forward slash cap more happy, and that is all caps. (laughs) Uh, so capital C A P P and then not capital more happy, no spaces. So bit.ly cap more happy and cap C A P P is all caps. (laughs) No pun intended, I guess there. So, um, and if you have any questions, please reach out to me on Instagram or by email at Andy at Andy at more happy.org. Um, you can also, uh, call into this podcast, um, as well through anchor, the anchor app, um, very easily. Uh, and you can, if you have any questions about that, uh, I will, I will probably, um, come update this episode, uh, at a later date. Um, and the, the following episodes that come, I'll definitely also add a coupon code, um, if that makes it a little bit easier, but for now, just go to bit.ly forward slash cap more happy C-A-P-P more happy and CAPP is all caps. So thank you so much for listening today, guys. I really appreciate it. Um I've been seeing the uh <laughs> I've been seeing the the downloads go way up and it's amazing to see that people are really excited about this and more people are listening to this podcast um which I really appreciate. Um it makes it makes a huge difference for me to know that it's really uh helping uh all of you to to listen to this podcast and helping you to have a more happy life as well and um if you uh want to learn more please um, you know uh go to morehappylife.teachable.com get a good taste um for much less expensive than going through the cap program you can definitely um just have have a good taste of of the science of happiness um on video um, from straight from me, um, I will be adding to those courses as well. um and uh if you are interested in in taking it to the next level, um please feel free to go to the cap program with my wife and I, or there are a lot of other ones if you don't live close to Los Angeles and you want to try another one, you can always check that out on the flourishingcenter.com. dot com so you guys, thanks for being here, and as always. I really hope that this episode and that all the episodes that I ever create help you to have a more happy life. I really hope this episode helped you to have a more happy life today. If you enjoy this episode, share it and let me know by tapping the stars in the reviews. You can also find me on Instagram at more happy life or by going to morehappylife.co. Thanks for listening and see you soon.